Hi, welcome to Google Am I Dying, a podcast all about your strangest and wildest Google search history. I'm Rachel. And I'm Chloe. And every week we send each other some screenshots of our juiciest, wildest, weirdest Google searches from the week. And we try to make heads or tails of it together on this podcast. That's exactly it, isn't it? Finding heads and tails of it. That's exactly (laughs) it. Validation okayness da 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 exactly but um yeah how are you oh i'm doing all right uh because of the time that we now record this podcast i'm coming straight out of therapy again yeah so that's if i'm it. extra yeah. insecure this podcast you'll all know why i've just been talking about my crippling anxiety with a professional uh psychologist oh god crippling anxiety tell me more oh, I, know. I feel like i'm there <laughs> When am I not there? She was, oh, I forget what she said, but um, she was saying something along the lines of like, oh, well, you're just overthinking it and you're going to the worst case scenario. And I was like, no fucking shit. That's why I see yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is my diagnosis, love. This is exactly why I'm with you. I'm like, We've been together for a year. I don't know. Is this just clicking for you? Bloody I hell. love her. I, it just sounds like I'm making fun of her, but I, I she's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, I think you're so lucky, quite frankly, to have that, like, talking therapy because it, it's so hard to get. Yeah, it is. It really is hard to get. Hard to find a good person that clicks with you too. Like, mm. I'm trying to get Draco a behavior therapist and I'm literally like mm. shopping around trying to find the le- find the least judgmental one because I, I do not cope with being told <laughs> that I'm doing something wrong just in life. Yeah. Um. So I, at one point I said to her like, well, yeah, even in like Chloe behavior therapy, <laughs> I need the person that's working <laughs> with me to like encourage me and not tell me I'm doing something wrong. And the person mm. before you, like, used to tell me I was doing stuff wrong and, like, give me worksheets. And I did not respond well to that, let me tell you. No, oh, no, I'm not surprised. That's the thing. It's so weird, isn't it? Because did you say worksheets? Worksheets, man. I would go home with yeah. fucking worksheets. Yeah. And I think, like, whilst in some scenarios that can be very helpful, yeah. I think in others. <gasps> did I ever tell you about the time? I just I just got reminded so I I had a a therapist for I think I was I was with him that sounds weird we weren't in a relationship it wasn't romantic I know but I say the Um, same it's like it is kind of like a relationship kind (laughs) of isn't it yeah (laughs) no exactly and I I got um you know ushered into a room and this guy like I, I think I was pretty much one of his first ever patients oh god and he had he had no clue what to do. Like I sat down and he 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 sort of like weirdly like awkwardly pushed a box of tissues towards me. <laughs> like you know when you when you can hear the slide across the desk like <laughs> and I was like cool yeah thanks. Um and he he was just kind of it didn't work out anyway. Oh. And um later I was in a pub in my local area and I was like hanging out with my girls, like just like enjoying my night. And I was like, oh my God, that's my therapist. He's on his, he's on a, he's on a first date. He's on a first date. I need to leave. I need to leave. And it was so awkward. And thank God the girls were like, yeah, no, absolutely. You can't be here. That is just so weird because I basically ghosted him because I was like, right. It just wasn't working out. I was just like, oh you're so new at this I understand I understand but like I feel like my own issues are so far advanced that I need a professional I don't need I don't want to be like your case study right now yeah you know yeah I need someone with Um, like 80 years of experience (laughs) absolutely like please help me please so I was just like oh my god he's clear on a first date because this girl like sort of walked in and was like oh hey and she said his name and I was like well that eradicates any doubt that it is my therapist so yeah I was oh oh, god God, I was mortified so yeah that was was horribly awkward um but yeah what can you do I'm just I'm just really pleased that that you get therapy like that's amazing yeah and I 
I'm lucky to get it because I actually pay through the nose for it to use an app called BetterHelp. And this isn't like a paid plug. I'm just uh, like, if people listen to this and want help immediately, I think they're great. And they're also great yeah. because you can ghost your therapist and get a new one immediately assigned to you. If you don't like someone, you oh, just click God. like cancel and then they're gone. It's so freeing. <laughs> I love that. I, th- I think I made some weird excuse where I was like, I don't think I can commit to this. And like by doing that, because the match was wrong, I actually cancelled out my, uh, you know, the accessibility to therapy because it was NHS. Right. So, yeah. And like, oh, God, I I would love therapy right now. Yeah. Don't get me started on the NHS. They won't. They won't even put me on the fucking list. It's fucking shambles. (laughs) thing is as well it's not their fault it's completely underfunded and it's just oh it's such a fucking sad state of affairs but uh especially i mean they're gonna have to rethink it because we're all gonna need therapy after this this whole covid oh absolutely no but the thing is like i i'm on i'm on a job hunt at the minute and i've uh two of the places that i'm applying for are into basically making uh sort of like re reconfigurating oh, the conversation around mental health and I love that I really mm. do but there's just I don't I, their whole shtick is like you know um oh I was talking to my hairdresser blah 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 but it should be as normal to say oh I was talking to my therapist yeah like it should be that normal it should because I think bloody hell we live in a scary world right now and I think like most of us need a little bit of guidance. Um, but yeah, it should be normalized because I think like throughout my whole life, I mean, you know, I've had counseling as, as the British call it, mm. counseling, not not therapy. We call it counseling. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, I, I was always embarrassed to be like, oh, I'm going to counseling. And um, it shouldn't be embarrassing. It's It's something, you know, you go to the dentist. Yeah. Your teeth are in some sort of state of health your mind is in some (laughs) sort of sort of state of health like you know oh i don't know i could talk about this forever i know but we've got a game we have a game to play lovely sentiment everybody should get therapy if if you get nothing out of this podcast you better understand that you should lower the cost of tampons and everyone should go to therapy (laughs) amen sister amen sister i cannot agree more i cannot agree more (laughs) Arthur, do you mind if I go first? Oh, because go I'm complete. It. Oh, I looked at your Googles this week and it's always an array of absolute uh, golden nuggets. But um, this one, because uh, yours just never makes sense to me. So <laughs> your, it's true. Your first Google is why birthday same room statistic what those like that isn't a sentence for a start let's be honest right yeah so um i was on the phone with my mom which is i think why it's not a fully formed thought because i was doing a real quick Ah, like on the fly google Mm -hmm. and i don't know why or how we brought this up but we were talking about birthdays and she said that she's met a couple people with her birthday in her lifetime and I said I've never met anyone with my birthday and Mm. she said something like well maybe it's because I taught in schools and statistically um in every 23 people or whatever I googled um (laughs) there's statistically somebody that will have your birthday and Mm. We were sitting there going, hmm, well, that doesn't seem quite right, and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, I don't know why that's the truth. And then I said, well, I've heard this before, and I could only vaguely remember the rationale why. Um, I did better mm. than I thought, but um, I will tell you all the results at once. So essentially, oh, please do. Um, she was a little bit wrong in that it's not uh, statistically likely or whatever it's like 50 50 if it's a group of 23 people um Mm. and the rationale behind the 50 50 because i like laughed at first when i I read that i was like well yeah everything's 50 50 it either is or it isn't yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but there is actually like a very well explained reason that it was 50 50 um 
So I was like, okay, fine. Uh, but the chances go up a lot when it's a group of 75 people. It becomes like 99.9% likely that somebody what? else will have your birthday. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? So Yeah, no, what? <laughs> so what I had remembered and which, what was kind of explained to me about why this doesn't seem likely to us is, but is mathematically, statistically likely, is that we are very selfish. So we, when we hear that, we think, oh, that somebody in the room will have the same birthday as me. And you think that's a one in 75 uh. chance. But it's actually looking at a room full of 75 people and anyone having a match. So it's not a one in 75 chance. It's like whatever that exponential number would be. Um, mm. I think it's something like, I might be now conflating the, the 23 number with the 75 number, but I think it's something like, you know, 250 chances, let's say, in a group of 23 people that you have the same birthday mm. mathematically. And it's mathematically unlikely, the same way if you were flipping a coin, speaking of heads or tails, that you would flip a coin 250 times and it always land on head. That would be the same thing as saying you have a group of 20, 250 people and no one has the same birthday. I don't know mm. if it's totally true because I feel like you haven't taken into account that there's 360 days or 65 yeah. days rather. But like, you know, whatever. I trust this person who's like explained it. And to be fair, I only skimmed the page. So <laughs> I feel like they've figured it out. Um, but yeah, apparently if you're in a group of 75 people, it's very likely somebody shares the same birthday. It just doesn't mean that it's necessarily your birthday. Really? Apparently. I don't know because like uh I don't know anyone who has I mean I googled it I was like who has the same birthday as me mm. and uh oh uh what's the name Jessica Beale is one of them she has the same birthday as me um but that's about it I I've never really met anyone who has the same birthday as me like do you have a birthday twin? I don't. And that's kind of what sparked the combos that I was like, well, I don't have anyone. Mm. But I'm just going to do some some quick, oh my God, my calculator doesn't even go Ugh. up to a billion. Rude. Um. Anyway, I'm trying to figure out what 8 billion people divided by 365 is because that's how many people probably have your birthday. Like, yeah, you know but what that's I mean? weird. Tons of people have your birthday. We just don't meet them. And I don't understand why. We, I think it's spook, more spooky we don't meet them than it is than it is that you might have the same one as 75 people. You know what I mean? Like That's true. It just feels like it should happen all the time. Especially, like, <gasps> not even just your birthday, but, like, your birthday on your year. There's tons of people yeah, born no on the exact same day, maybe in the exact same minute as me. And I, I'll probably never meet them, but they are out there. Spooky. That is spooky. Do you know what's even spookier? So one of my best mates, she uh, was born on a certain day. And it just so happens that that certain day was her own mother's birthday. So mm. they share a birthday, which is quite insane. Because what are the chances of that? I think I know somebody like that as well. It, it's it's strange because they yeah every year it's yeah. like oh it's our birthday because it is it's their birthday it's not yeah. like my birthday or her birthday it's their birthday i know someone as well whose yeah. older brother or sister i can't remember which also has the same birthday as them two kids born on the Ooh. same birthday like years apart that's so weird right? that is so weird isn't it it is weird I thought it was weird my mom and I were exactly a month apart. Like, we share the same, like, number as the day. Yeah, I yeah. I thought that was already spooky. <laughs> it is spooky because I, I think also oh, my sister got really into, um, you know, like, when you're born and the time that you're born, it yeah. means so much about you and your personality and stuff. And I'd like to think that I'm quite skeptical about it because I, I don't, I don't really like – uh, I don't know, I don't really like being boxed up like that. Mm. But also sometimes when I'm in periods of, I don't know, like disarray where I don't know what's going, in, going on in my life, I like to be boxed up. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, pass me that astrology me. chart. Ta I yeah, my natal give chart me... read immediately. 
exactly like give me some direction i'm lost as fuck like please but i'd like to think that most of the time i i just brush it off but it, it was really interesting because she, she um based on the time of day that i was born the month the whatever you know whatever all all this data um she was like oh you're one of these like extroverts you're, you're so extrovert all the time and I was like well I don't think I'm not extrovert I think there are definitely like periods mm. of I don't know like an hour half an hour a day where yeah absolutely I am pure extrovert but the rest of the day I feel like I'm an anxious mess yeah yeah, yeah. and I'm just like you know just because it's told you that I, I don't think it's true. I, I think, I don't know. Like I say, I think if I'm in a period of like soul seeking, soul searching mm. and like trying to find direction, I'm like, yeah, tell me everything you know. <laughs> but, you know, when she told me that, I was kind of like, oh, uh, mm, no, you're wrong. Like, you're wrong. That's not what I'm like. Well, maybe so, maybe there is more to unpack because like, I th- mm. you know, not that I'm just like going full whole hog we should be astrologists but you know I feel like some things I've read make sense but they have to have a context like it would say to me for example you're an extrovert only in this particular like aspect of Mm. your life and in in that aspect it's creativity or something so it's like oh yeah I freely express myself creatively I just don't share it with people because I'm not socially extroverted or whatever so absolutely there's always context but yeah I would agree I don't think you're like an extroverted person I think you're just very like friendly and sociable but I don't think as a person you're like I need to be out on the streets 24 7 or I don't get fulfillment in my life (laughs) no and like the second someone's like oh uh yeah we're gonna meet some friends also there are some like new people that you haven't ever met before is that okay (laughs) inside I am screaming no absolutely yeah. not like are you fucking joking me i'm not equipped you've not you haven't warned me i don't know anything about them yeah oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so i don't know but do you know what i want to give you a search i want to give you a point about that search actually oh, because i think no because i think like this is just the surface of just so many conversations i've had recently mm. um whereby it's like you know if you have the same birthday and blah blah blah, and like if you're born in a certain segment of what i don't know it's just so interesting to me i found out that i was born on a full moon which spooked me really oh that explains a lot then i realized oh you fucking witch drake (laughs) you fucking witch (laughs) draco was born on a full moon as well so this house is a (gasps) fucking lost cause there's so much high-strung energy I love that. You're meant to be. Meant You're to meant be. to be. Somebody on the internet it. called it werewolf babies. And I was like, I'm having that. I'm a werewolf baby. <laughs> oh, cute. I like that. Are you hairy? How's your back? Ooh, I haven't checked recently. Locked down in it. Oh, in it, in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers, mate. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. So your first search uh, mm. is a bit witchy, actually. Let's just... Go right in. Oh, hello. You've Googled shrunken heads. <gasps> yes. So, right. Okay. So recently we've been quite into the whole, you know, body parts, like quite, ma- I'd say our content recently has been a bit macabre. Mm-hmm. Would Would you agree? Like, you know, it's getting close uh, to human Halloween bone. And uh, yeah. I'm going full Halloween. <laughs> like it. I like it. See, as a, as a British I wasn't going to finish that sentence. As a British. As a British. Full stop. (laughs) As a British. uh, As a British, actually, if we're going to do this properly. um, Not big on Halloween, but also, Mm. I don't know, I love a bit of a spooky search. I I love a bit of Mm. something a bit macabre, Mm. something a bit weird. Um, But anyway, uh, when when I was at uni um, in Oxford, there's a, a museum called the Pitt Rivers Museum. And... I found myself there loads because I was just like, it's down the road. It's free. It's really fucking interesting. Like it's it's all um, kind of like cultural, um, you know, 
and, and a bit macabre. So they're and also they're quite famous for housing shrunken heads. So I went there a few times and I was like, oh my God, this is so interesting, like blah, 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 because I'm fascinated by it. But recently, um, they've actually removed the the shrunken heads from the museum um, because uh, it's a very difficult conversation. And and quite frankly, I I don't want to get my oar in and say the wrong thing, but you know, the the reasons for why they've removed them is that um, they've deemed it as being quite racist as having these shrunken heads in the museum. Um, which, I don't know, I've thought about this a lot because I, I assumed that you would bring this up and I, I really don't want to say the wrong thing, but I, I think personally... It's very different to, for instance, what's been going on in, you know, like Bristol, the the statue of, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Not, his I'm name? not a British, so I don't know. For, you're not a British. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> Colston, Colston. So there are so many statues of whatever is named Colston in Bristol. And his statues are there because he brought a hell of a lot of money to Bristol but he was a fucking slave trader. Yeah. Like, horrific. Like, get rid, get rid. Like, there is no place for a statue um, f- for someone like that. There's just no place. And and the weird thing is, is, like, my mum my went to university in Bristol, so that was probably in the 80s, and they were campaigning for it then, for those statues to get removed, and it didn't happen. That is horrible. Mm. Racist, horrible. But I think, you know, when it comes to things like shrunken heads, it's not like some, from from my understanding, it's, it's, it was like a tribal thing. Um, you know, it's not like a white man gets the, it's nothing like that. It's just like a, a I don't know, like a war trophy, basically. Yeah. I don't know, you know? So is was it controversial because... The, the the colonists or something came and like stole them and took them back to England and that's not cool kind of vibe. I mean, no, I I mean that's not the reasons that they've posted, but like whilst we're on the subject, you know, the VNA would be absolutely closed down. Oh well, yeah. Because none of I mean that's what I was none of say. that. I was recently at the British none of that Museum, shit is ours, and I was like. I, I had to leave. I genuinely had to leave because the first thing yeah. that I saw when I walked in was a fucking Easter Island head. And I was like, I had no idea that England had one of these. Send that the yeah, fuck back. Yeah, it's mental. Then I walked yeah. into the main foyer, had a coffee, calmed myself down, went into another mm. uh, wing and was just like, this is bad. I can't cope with this. And I left because like yeah. everything has been taken through brute None force. None of it is ours. And it's just... none of it yeah no no it's quite terrifying i know and but then i was like okay so maybe it should be taken away but then again it's i don't know it's such a difficult um because i think it's very educational like it's interesting to find out you know all about uh different cultures things like that but you know for it to be paraded in a British building mm-hmm. and we haven't we, we've just sort of claimed it's our own it's it's difficult it's very difficult because I think oh god I knew you'd ask me about this as well and I was like <laughs> oh god it's going to be a difficult conversation because I, I it is difficult though isn't it because it's um you know whilst I like to be educated and I like to see um you know, the history of other cultures, other, you know, I love to educate myself. And I think it's it's so much easier when you've got um, something in front of you, because it, you, you know, you read about it, and you, it piques your interest, whatever. Um, it is difficult, because it doesn't belong to us. Right. So, ah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. I think we've just done our first, like, conversation about something difficult well at least that we were consciously aware was difficult at the time of recording 
Oh yeah, I mean, my God, I, I think we're not. I don't know. I, th- I think we'll always. We're not dumbasses, are we? Hopefully not. I live in fear of getting cancelled. People are cancelling left, right, and center these days. Oh, I know, I know, but for good reason. And I think, you know, usually, I mean, are you Jimmy Savile reincarnated? No, my God. He was still alive though good. when I was born, so that'd be weird to like sh- jump oh, yeah, into that's my body. True. That's true. I like to think, honestly, for years I've thought this. I, I don't really. I, I think this is just like my romanticization brain. But, um, you know, Serge Gainsbourg? Oh, Serge. Don't tell me yes, that Serge is cancelled. No, no, okay. he died the day before I was born. Oh, my God. Are you so Serge? Like, I bet you're Serge. I'm, I'm convinced. I reckon I'm Serge. I reckon you are. That makes Maybe. so much sense. I mean, I chain smoke. Especially when I'm drunk. So there we go. <laughs> You're French. There we go. You like singing. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Oh, Taking I a know, lot of right? boxes. <laughs> I actually stumbled <laughs> I actually stumbled across his grave as well and I was like Oh, I feel I feel quite emotional. Yeah. But I didn't cry because I was like Okay, nah. that's really casual. You just stumbled across his grave. No, legit. Like, just I was like, oh, it's quicker to walk through this uh, this graveyard. And Ian was like, oh, um, your boy's buried here. And I was like, oh, no, he's not. And then we found his grave. And it was like, oh anyway, God. anyway. But um, well, that just seals the deal for me. I'm convinced. I am. You're the reincarnation. I am Hatshepsut. Oh, bloody And hell. you are Serge Gainsbourg. work. I mean, I've achieved fuck all. So. <laughs> You still got time, man. Oh god! The Buddha didn't even go on his path for enlightenment until he was thirty-three. So we've got time. We've got time. Okay, we've got time. We've got time. (laughs) Oh lordy, lordy, lord. Well, (sighs) you know, I'm gonna give you a point because you were doing the search for to get educate yourself and to get informed, Mm. and I think we had a good little sesh. And from that, I yeah. think I would just say to all museum curators, return the stuff. You know what I mean? We don't need yeah, it. Yeah, like if it's not yours, <laughs> send it back. Send it back. For fuck's sake, Spend it's more not time hard. on your own history. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I get that British history is basically all these other cultures now, if you're coming from the context of they like took over an empire. But, you know, <laughs> don't think about that. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> We did do that, but I wasn't alive, so it's not my problem. Exactly, it wasn't our fault. Oh, God. All right, sweet. So your next Google search, number two, is period syncing with the moon. I thought, I was under the impression anyway, that that's what it was. Am I wrong? Well, it's one step further. So uh, back when we did a chat, few well of quite a few podcasts ago and we were talking about like can women sync with each other and is that a myth mm. i got a, i left that podcast and i did a bunch of searching i got really depressed by like some period tracker app telling me that they looked at seven million cycles across the world and can in unequivocally <laughs> say that women do not sync fuck off basically and I was Bastards. like, I was like, I'm so offended because, like, actually, I definitely think that you can. Um, yes. But they were, they made another statistical, kind of like the birthday thing, a point of like, well, there's only like an average of 27 to 35 or whatever days that your cycle exists. There's only so many days in which your period starts and ends. And that will just naturally mm. sync with a bunch of people or it won't. And like, you know you're just because i might be on day one of my bleeding and you might be on day four and we think oh we're in sync Mm. but like we're not quite in all that kind of stuff so i was like fine 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 but i um have signed myself up for this is one of my like lockdown extravagant self-care purchases a (laughs) a workshop which starts Mm. uh mid-month on the new moon and it's or sorry, on the full, the full, no, mid-month, next month on the new moon. Because we just had a new moon today. I know what I'm doing. Moon phases. So <laughs> the, <laughs> the, um, the workshop is with uh, an astrologer and like a women's fertility expert. 
And they're going to do a whole thing with uh, six other women saying, mm-hmm. like, how to sink yourself up to the moon. Like, can you sink yourself to the moon? They are convinced you can. I wanted to learn more. Um, and what they mean by that is, like, trying to actually start bleeding on the new moon and ovulating on the full moon because your cycle uh, on average is 29 days and so is the moon cycle. And so, like, if you can do right. it that way, then you naturally are like growing in energy as the moon gets fuller and then decreasing in energy as the moon gets lower and then you're in like the same step as like other people and as the moon so you can just like look in the sky and be like oh i'm gonna bleed soon like i was like that would be dope i want that for me (laughs) so i I just want to never bleed again well but also that too i don't want my fertility because i don't know if i want children i'm not sure Mm. but you don't want your fertility, nice. is that we said? No, it's, I, I just don't want my fertility to fuck off. Like, I'm I'm not ready to be like, yeah, okay, but I don't need you. Right. Like, right. But you also can do without, you know, the bleeding. Oh, I could do without the... No, it, it's not... thing is, it's not the physical... Um, the physicalness of it. That's fine. I can deal with that. It's For me, it's the emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. I, I know exactly, um, you know, when things start to go a little bit wrong, hormonally, and I, I'm just so sensitive, and I cry, and I I, I eat, I eat so much, mm-hmm. and I cry, mainly, let's, <laughs> let's, let's be honest, I, I just weep, yeah. weep, weep, oh. and oh, I weep, I hate it, can't cope. I feel it, you on it's that. so depressing. I know. It's so depressing because the the next day, even when you you think you've done your weeping and then you wake up and you look at your eyes and they're so swollen mm. and you're like, oh, that's a reminder of, of weeping. Why was I weeping? Oh, yeah, because my hormones are fucked. And then you they go in for round two. weeping, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I can't cope with that because my, my eyes can't cope with it, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they can't. I can barely see oh, some days. Seriously, you need to get some of those like oh. anti redness drops. Which ones? I don't know what they're called, but you can get these like uh, vein reduction drops. That basically, if you've got bloodshot eyes from being tired or crying or whatever, it like reduces them and makes them less puffy and painful. Yeah, but can you like overdose on them? Because I probably <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, they probably say you should use them once a day or something. Okay. Well, for my eyes. No, I'm joking. Dry um, eyes. <laughs> um, dry eyes. Well, okay. Well, maybe this workshop would be beneficial to you. I will share the results because mm. I think the I think the concept was that, and again, you have to like be into the moon uh, and sort of believe in the moon the way you, you might may or may not believe in astrology. But I think their point was that if you are fighting the moon's natural cycle while you're on your period, that you react to it worse like if you start bleeding on the full moon then you have you're full of like tons of masculine energy versus feminine energy so you're like not equipped to handle your period and if you have your period mm. on the new moon you're like in a phase of just being chilled out so you're kind of more like oh yeah whatever i'm bleeding it's okay so the reason i googled Ooh. it beyond the workshop was that i happened to notice that i've all of a sudden synced to this moon cycle and I think it's potentially mm. because I'm, like, obsessed with the moon. So I've, like, put a lot of time and energy into following moon phases. And I think my body's like, yeah, let's do it. But it's very possible. It just was a coincidence. And I wanted to Google <laughs> if it was a coincidence or not. Which, again, the internet told me it was. And I should stop being so witchy. But I would like you to are think kind of witchy. that I've, like you know, sink to the moon because I think that's fun. And next month when it comes to completely random time, because that's my period these days, I'll be disappointed. But, you know, for now, I'm going with it. Going with the flow, literally. I like that. And actually, do you know what? I want to give you a point because I don't know. I think I could benefit from just, I don't know, because it sounds kind of, meditational yeah. like it's, it, it just sounds quite zen you know and I'm trying to seek out a state of zen in my life every fucking 
fucking day of my existence. So all right, well, I'm gonna. You can join my moon circle. It's a very select oh, group of people who meditate around. I would the moon love that. And just chill out. I would love that. Because what it also it's also fun because I like joke with my friends that do this with me that like, um. Oh, can't do that today. The moon's, you know, a new moon. So I just have to lie around all day. I have an excuse. Like, it's it's also great for that. But I love that. And I'm I think that's that. why the, the workshop is intriguing to me because it's like teaching you to slow down. So like if it is your period or if you are ovulating, you're like giving yourself the space to do whatever you need to do because your body's like haywire. And just be yeah, really see, happy I need about that. it versus like, oh no, this is a bad thing that's happening to me. Like I was able to just be like, oh, I'm in pain. Oh, I feel emotional. Oh, okay, well, let's go lie down for <laughs> a bit. Like that was like so much nicer than like, I need to take painkillers and watch Netflix. Like I have a high state of anxiety about uh, this. You know, it's just like going with your body's natural rhythm versus fighting it. And I think that was, even if it's not true, you know, an interesting way of, thinking about it to yeah. make yourself get into I, that space yeah i don't care like help me please yeah thank <laughs> i'll you. try anything thank you lord <laughs> help me like honestly uh it's been years um uh, so i would like i would like to give you a point for that and i have Amazing. so thank we're you, at two one all right You're most welcome so while we're on the topic of bodily things you probably oh, know God. where i'm going with this one mm, i'm not sure <laughs> do i remember <laughs> you've googled uh, something that I've wondered and never really quite knew the answer. I think I maybe know the answer. Um, why are most American men circumcised? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd ask me about that. Um, you hooked me so, in with American. I had to go for it. I know. I know. So I have been watching Californication, as you know, oh, which Duchovny. has David. De- oh my God, it's out of control. <laughs> I've, I fucking love that man honestly <laughs> oh every time i watch it i'm like oh my god like seriously is, is it hot in here or i don't know um but it, it's like a they they just talk about it and they're like oh you know what are you not circumcised like uh like really weird mm. like it's dirty and quite frankly in the uk um i, I just don't think it's a thing I, i've Without, you know, going too much into detail, I, th- I, th- I think like in my whole life, I think I've only come across an <laughs> uncircumcised penis once. And, n- oh, sorry, too much information. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm tonight. trying to think if I've come across like the ratio. Because mm. you'd think I would but have come it, across far more and I think I probably have. Yeah, probably. Because like... It's just not a thing here. It's just not a thing. And I, I've asked like many guy mates, and I've just been like, you know, why do you like? Is that a thing? And they're like, no, no. Like, I think in America, it's deemed as unclean if you don't, yeah. you know, lop off the extra. But well, it is. But also, like, it's interesting to me because, and maybe this is totally just like anti-semitism but growing up i remember there being a very cultural trope in media and stuff of like oh only jewish men get circumcised Mm, and mm. it being this whole like oh well i'm jewish so you know my parents would give me a choice kind of like Mm, trope yeah um and maybe that's partially coming from like across the pond maybe we're getting that from like british culture where no one is circumcised but then i I became an adult and i was like wait a minute all of y'all are circumcised and we've just been like blaming this on jewish people this whole time (laughs) like what (laughs) how come no one's yeah it's really weird (laughs) you know that's what i mean it's not even a religious thing anymore because like i completely understand that um you know in judaism that's the thing isn't it it's it's, you get circumcised that's what's happened that's what happened but not every american man is jewish so it's it's kind of it's it's clearly become um kind of like a social you know the same way that maybe females you know shave their pubic region into a Mm -hmm. uh brazilian it's kind of like a fashionable thing Mm -hmm. i'd imagine Mm -hmm. i don't know um, but more extreme, obviously, because my <laughs> God, I can't, I cannot imagine it being fun. 
No, that's weird. Oh my god, you got so weird there. What the fuck are you saying? What? Rachel, you've never like I'm cut this out. Okay, but if I'm talking about if you've like bathed a baby, if you haven't bathed your friend's baby or like seen a baby, babies play with their junk. And I was horrified oh, they love it. the first yeah. time I saw this because I was like, No, they You're love it. Yeah. One, you can't be touching that um but yeah and then like a, a colleague of mine was like oh my like four-year-old son realized he has a penis and he's walking around the house with his hand on his trousers the whole time like they play with it as baby boys and so yeah that's weird you cannot convince me that they don't do that as adults when no one's looking <laughs> <laughs> you, you know i live with three men now right ask them I'm, I'm telling you, I get will. them drunk and I'm be gonna like, march do you in ever there. play with your force again? They'll be like, yeah, I'm going to march in there. I'm going to be like, you, 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 sit the fuck down. I've got questions. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm telling you. Oh, I, one of my good friends, she, she's in a band and uh, she tours with them and they're all men except for her. And she was like, right, my only advice is always shower first i was like why oh, she was God. like because they all fucking jack off in the yeah. shower i was like <laughs> so honestly I've, I've been set my alarm at like 4 30 now i'm like let's get in there yeah. let's just not fucking tread through i'm not even gonna say it anyway yeah, yeah. do Solid i do i get a point um no no i'm gonna give you a no, no. and i i can't quite put my finger on the reason why i just feel like for the re- same reason they probably shouldn't be talking about it in a tv program it shouldn't be a thing we have Isn't to it? google it right so, it's weird yeah yeah you're fine whatever Thank your you. penis looks like people exactly <laughs> you fucking love that shit you sock cocked bastards <laughs> anyway <laughs> Anyway, your last Google is black medieval morning dress. Right. <laughs> and and also, to clarify for the listeners, this is morning spelt M-O-U-R, mm. not M-O-R. Yeah. So, the weeping, are you okay? The weeping. Um, yeah, I'm fine. So. Yeah, okay. Great. Like I said, I'm going full Halloween already i'm ready it, you love halloween oh, i fucking love it and i've given my permit myself permission to love it this year because i'm not going out the house i'm just gonna like buy no. black and orange candles and just play Halloween love music that. and love it so mm-hmm. uh partially this was inspired because i went to brompton cemetery speaking of macabre and uh Ooh, i love a cemetery oh yeah man and <laughs> I was actually texting you and saying like, oh, I want, I wonder what the oldest grave is and mm. therefore did a, a quick Google. Turns out there's like not that many old graves in London. I feel like they like erased all of them. No. Maybe the Great Fire of London burned them down. I don't know. But there's like not very Probably. many <laughs> prior to like 1850. Um, and then yeah. the oldest ones are like 1600 in Edinburgh. And I was like, this is mental. Like, there's graves in America all in this shit. Like, what the fuck? Mm. (laughs) So I don't know what y'all are doing with your dead, but I have a lot of questions. Um, (laughs) But basically, um, I was like, these all look like amazing places to have, like, a photo shoot, right? And I was Mm. like, yeah, because especially Brompton Cemetery and, like, Highgate and everything are, like, old and kind of overgrown and, like, you know, just creepy looking. And I was like, mm. I reckon if you showed up here in like a Victorian outfit, people would think you were a ghost. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was kind of like, mm, maybe my Halloween plans will be to go in like a Victorian black dress of mourning and go stand oh in front of the grave for like six hours. <laughs> That's so cruel. It just oh seemed God, really no. fun to me, um, and you know, I might, I might do it. I don't know. Oh my God, I would actually. <laughs> I mean, thing is, you would probably, if I came across anything like that in a cemetery, I would run. <laughs> I would run. There's no way. I hate shit like that. I cannot cope. I, um, I probably won't do it, but I still might buy 
an old school dress to wear on Halloween and maybe have some folks over and be spooky to myself in my own house. Oh, thing is, I was always scared of Halloween growing up because my my parents taught me that, um, you know, people would come round your door and then you'd have to give them sweets. Otherwise, they'd play a trick on you. And I was like, but I, I, I fucking hate tricks. <laughs> like, why? Why would they do that? And they were like, oh, it's America. And that was it. And I was Normalized like, Normalized okay, trick-or-treating Britain. <laughs> oh, God. No, but this was in France as well. Oh, so yeah, we were not. France. Yeah, mm. we were not big on that. Um, well, they're not big on it ba- here either. And your parents, although you grew up in France, are of the British tradition. Yeah, exactly. And Christian as well. Mm. So I think growing up, they were just like, na 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 na, <laughs> like not cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I'm still. I like a costume. I like doing makeup. I like doing shit like that, but. That's mean what you're planning, you know oh, that. But I'm hey. not really gonna do it, Rachel. You know I would never do that. You will. I know. I, I think you will. I would get nah. bored. But I did want the dress, and I I just want to wear like old school ghosty lady costumes, like every day now. Yeah, but that's terrifying. That's terrifying. Oh, it's fun. Why can't I have fun? Please don't ask me to partake. I'm not gonna force you to wear a Victorian dress with me, but. I just feel like it would be fun. Also, there's something about Victorian, right? So I read this thing and it was like, yo, why are all ghosts fucking Victorian, (laughs) yo? Like, why can't it be like fucking, I don't know, some chav from down the road who's like, you know, blasting out drum and bass? It's always a Victorian. It's a good point. It's weird though, because like I, I had a friend who uh you know growing up in school whatever um she, she lived in a really old house and we went to youth club as you do because when you live in villages and you've got no life that's what you do and um she turned up to youth club crying and we were like you're all right and she was like no i was like straightening my hair and like this like girl wearing a victorian outfit like <laughs> climb down the stair the stairs behind me That's and terrifying. yeah no actually and and like to be honest it still um still scares me to this day because I, I'm not the kind of person who's like I don't believe in it because what if it does right I don't want to be proved wrong well also like, not... part of my wanting to do this was that I figured a ghost wouldn't think I was a normal, like a, a modern person if I looked also mm. like a ghost. So I like tricked mm. the ghosts into thinking I was also a ghost. Therefore, Cute. like like protecting me in some way. <laughs> That's very cute. I like that. Right? That was genuinely like, part like... of it. Because I was like, ooh, should I like do a fun like seance with my friends on Halloween? And then I was like, no, because ghosts are terrifying. No. And then I was like, well, what if Mate, I looked like a ghost? <laughs> also, Fuck you. I am not ever sitting around a table and doing a no. fucking seance with you. No, What's no. wrong with you? Well, not, when it, after I invited you over, I was not going to do the seance anymore, obviously. But, you know, when you're party planning in September for your favorite ho- like holiday of the year, you've got to go, you go through all the options, man. Yeah, but no. Okay. You don't have to just live Halloween. No. I do, though. It's my fave holiday. I know, but just don't do fucking spooky supernatural <laughs> shit. Not into that. Okay. Anyway, do you know what? For that reason, actually... I can sense it. You're you... not going to give me a point. It's fine. No, because you're scaring me, you weirdo. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't want to do a seance. <laughs> no one's I'm asking you to frightened. do a seance. No, but I think you might. I think you <laughs> might. Genuinely I'm not. not. I'm genuinely because I'm too spooked out to do it. So that's why I was also like, oh, I could be a ghost. It was multifaceted yeah, reckon... planning with this dress. Mm, okay. Well, no. Anyway, just no. You get a just no. Fine. Right. Your. <laughs> Sorry, I've just read. I've just read yours, and it's funnily connected. You've Googled, can you get ghosted by a job? 
ghosted. Right, Chloe. <sighs> my life. Lay it on me. Seriously. Oh, my God. I am beyond fed up. I, I just can't cope anymore. Like, I had back-to-back -back interviews last week. Back-to-back, -back, really intensive interviews. I think I, I came over to yours last week, like, after the first round. Mm. Um, and anyway, it got more intensive. They were like, are you free tomorrow at 9 a.m.? I was like, yeah. And then the next day it was like, are you free for three hours? I was like, yeah, because I don't have a job, so yeah. So I did that, and then they were like, oh, we'll be in touch. It's fucking Thursday now. Do you think I've heard anything? Mm. No, not a trick question. The answer is no. And I'm just like, surely people don't ghost potential candidates. Well, you would right? think not when they've gone that far with you. But... Yeah, exactly. They do. Mm. Do you know what? That's why I Googled it. It's happened. And also, it's happened to me before. So I I went for uh, a job. Uh, this this was like about five years ago. I went for a job. Um, they asked me to meet them in a really posh Soho hotel. And I was like, that's really weird. <laughs> and they paid for everything. We were there for like an hour and a half. And I was like, oh, we're getting on really well. Great. Then they sent me a task and I did the task, sent it back. Never heard back again. And I called the office and I was like, oh, hey, can I speak with, for the purpose of this, Lene? <laughs> can I, I do, that's not a name. Is that a name? <laughs> yeah, I think so. R yeah, all right. I was like, yeah, I was like, can I speak with Lene? And they were like, oh, she's unavailable um, for the foreseeable. I was like, for the brilliant. foreseeable. Cool. Yeah, for the foreseeable. I was like, okay, <laughs> sweet. And I never heard back ever again. And I spent so long on that fucking task. I was mad as fuck. That's She's horrible. unavailable. Unavailable for the foreseeable. I'm going to start using that as like yeah, my I know, out of right? office. I'm unavailable In for it. the foreseeable. I'm unavailable, unavailable for the foreseeable. I cannot commit to anything because I don't basically sideline do not give a fuck yeah. is what she was saying. Yeah. So rude. So I never yeah, I never heard back and um but then I was like, surely not. But I Googled it and it was like, Oh, you know what guys, you know, the landscape has changed and uh unfortunately the social realm of, of life is uh you know kind of encroaching on the professional side of things so you know you think it's okay to ghost a particular you know a potential lover and now it's okay to ghost a fucking potential employee and i was like i don't want to read that mm -hmm. but um i mean to be honest though i think i've been ghosted that makes me so sad and angry and you've followed up with them Same. and they just they're not responding yeah i followed up yesterday and i i sent like what i think is a really cute email i was just like um hey uh just wanted to check in you know really keen to check in on the process that sort of thing and then i added a line about being like it was really lovely to chat with everyone really enjoyed it like without without being lick arsey right because oh fucking annoys me like so i had a stress grow today chloe i did it's really rough like it's like being jilted at so the altar rough. every time you get this far in an interview process and then absolutely people just don't respond to you or you don't get the job it's like yeah. what went wrong everything was going so well <laughs> and also because they treat you like they're like oh hey how are you rachel like use your first name over and over yeah. make you feel really you know at home and you know you do so much research on the company because like, i'm an absolute nerd so i delve into it like i've got i've got about eight pages worth of research on this company and i, I know i won't get the job and it's just like 
fuck my life, man. Like, what what can I do? Like, what can I do? I'm not a dickhead. I, don't, I hope, anyway. Right. Do you know I'm a dickhead? No, you're not a dickhead. I feel like you almost could, like, write a book about all these different interview processes you've gone through like a self-help book mm. and that can be your job because oh my god you've got so Ugh. much experience now in researching companies and yeah, legit tasks. like <laughs> it's worse than dating i've had more luck in dating yeah than i have in the job search it's mental oh my god i'm gonna write a book i'm gonna write a book you should how to not I'm be a dickhead in the modern job search <laughs> Yeah, like, fucking don't ghost me, you wankers. It's it's wild to me because <sighs> our company recently, somehow we were not quite sure how this happened. We think maybe there was some malicious intent behind it. But, like, somehow a job posting went out for our company that was not actually an open <laughs> job. Oh, and uh, we got a bunch of candidates writing in all of a sudden. And we were like, fuck. Um, and, it, like, we very nicely collated all of their emails and sent them an email being like, I'm you know, thank you for this, but the position's already been filled. Good luck with your job search, See? everything like that. Like, and we hadn't even interviewed or contacted these people. They were just like, See? you know, blind emailing us and we still let them know you've been unsuccessful because there's just no job. See? You know, it's like, so it's yeah. wild to me that like you would, especially if you get that far, like I, I've never in, as a manager or an employer at any company, like had a candidate go through multiple levels of meeting everybody at the company and then like a not hired them like that is just wild to me that they keep getting you this far and then b like just saying no or ghosting them or not having a really good reason it's like what the fuck is the point you're wasting everyone's time (laughs) massively i know i know and it's just like oh please let me know and the thing is i'm like i'm stubborn enough that i think i will follow up and just follow up again and like until you tell me that i haven't got the job fuck you like don't you dare waste my i've had a few beers i'm quite quite angry (laughs) i've had i had a really weird situation once that just came to mind where i had I think like casually inquired about a job I hadn't even really applied and a friend of mine worked at the company and so they had kind of internally tried to push my application or my inquiry or whatever along then I completely forgot I applied because no one followed up with me and I figured the job would close whatever like five months later I got an email being like hi Chloe unfortunately this job has already been filled and I was just like did I even apply for this job? I was so confused. Are you joking? I was so confused. I mean, at least they wrote to me, but also like, what the fuck were they doing for five months? Yeah, that's mad. That's mad. <laughs> They're all bastards. Yeah. Everyone's a bastard. I agree. I concur. I concur. Thank you. Um. Well, geez. Jeez Louise. I wish that they were not ghosting you i wish the answer was not yes you can get ghosted by a job that's so rude Mm, i know i wish this is going better for you but it's not you it's the pandemic it's the unemployment rates it's the you know oh it's awful stuff so i don't know stick with it girl you got this um Mm, I love you. I'm going to give you a point, not as a pity point, but kind of as a pity point because I feel bad that you had to search that. <laughs> oh, I was hoping you wouldn't give me one because... Should I oh. not give... Okay, I'm not giving you a point. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a clear winner. Hey! <laughs> hey, hey. Her name's Chloe. First time in 14 episodes. <laughs> Oh my god, I know. That that's why I was like, no, we could I was like, no, oh, I shouldn't be Googling that shit anyway. But um Yes. You have won, my love. Thank you. What a fun time. You're most I'm fun. sorry I spooked no, you I... out. I feel bad. I feel like I need to get back on the phone with my therapist now that I spooked you out about Victorian ghosts. No, don't be daft. Don't be daft. I'm I'm just uh I'm scared of everything. Like we 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 have a rat living in our house. Yeah, you need I'm to very sort frightened. That, out. that is not okay. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, I know. And our fucking landlord is like, "Oh, yeah, there's a hole, but what do I do?" And I'm like, "Oh god." 
Good lord, you fucking need help. <laughs> Mental. But anyway, I have loved catching up with you. Oh, same. I'm quite drunk and I hope it doesn't translate. It didn't until the last like 30 seconds of this podcast. Oh, great. Just, like let it I all mean, loose. So, excellent. What do you mean? Oh, I'm so, so together. So together. <laughs> so together. Amen. <laughs> But this episode may be longer anyway, is what I'm saying. Excellent. I'm seeing you Saturday. Can't wait. Love you. Super good. Bye. Bye.